Hello, what have we here? Welcome to the IDP Edge Crushers, the Dynasty Football Network's IDP-centric show. We are your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from your LB one-year taxi squad. This is the IDP Edge NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. And we're back with another episode this week. This week we are going to talk safeties and we have brought a special guest on. He is our newest IDP writer at the DynastyFootballFactory.com. He is Mr. Oklahoma Dougie. Dougie, how's it going? What's up, fellas? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Excited you were our first about. guest, and now you're you're back. Yeah, yeah. What was it? That was that was Scott Fishbowl when y'all had me on back in the day. Right? Yes, yeah. I think it was around Scott Fish time because I just got my invite, which I am invited again. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, uh, so we're all three. Daryl got in. I know Daryl's been begging for some division. I don't know. Yeah, they're handing out Happy Meals, ain't they? <laughs> well there is over 900 entrants i believe in the scott fishbowl so <laughs> yeah. they, they really do give it out like uh like popcorn those of you that aren't in sorry about your luck but we are in all three of us so um, <laughs> and uh speaking of things that we're all in we are also in dougie's creation here with his uh podcast the rated r live idp podcast uh the pod wars which you created here Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pod Wars, my own little creation. Like, I can't take all the credit, though, there, Dan. Uh, uh, Daryl and my buddy uh, Matt Donnelly at Dingus4. I believe yeah. y'all had him on the show last week. He was week. on last week, yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they helped me create that bad boy, and I couldn't have did a, a damn thing without them. <laughs> so, uh, I yeah, I, I appreciate the credit, but without them, too, it wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, well, good good man giving credit where credit's due here. Um, but speaking of, uh, we, the IDP Edge Crushers, are on the clock. Sure, yeah. So, uh, Daryl, we got, we got some decisions to make. We had already talked uh, beforehand. Uh, this We are in now the uh, fifth round. We have the turn. We have the 5-12 and the 6-1 here. Uh, just off the board, uh, one of our targets just went off the board. Jerron Reed. Uh, speaking of coach, he sniped us with uh, <laughs> Jerron Reed. Daryl wanted to take him last round. I talked him into Ed Oliver because uh, I think I like Jerron Reed being a Seattle guy, but I think Oliver has the bigger ceiling. Uh, well, I don't think it's I don't think it's just your Seattle love there, Dan. Uh, I, it was in between him and Kenny Clark for me. Yeah. And, uh, 
that little injury bug there is what swayed me to Kenny Clark. To be honest with you, uh, that that was my two choices in my last pick there because yeah. I needed a DT. And we had uh, Christian Kirksey go, and just the last pick, I just clicked off of it, of course, and forgot it already. Linval Joseph. Yes, Linval Joseph. Yes. So D-tackles are going hot and heavy, uh, partially because you've designed this so that it's uh, no player left behind, basically, with some tweaks, I believe. Yeah, it's pretty much, uh, you know, when all the baseball players were hitting all the home runs? <laughs> that's what defensively. That's what this IDB scoring. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like scoring. it. It's balanced scoring mixed with Barry Bonds. How's that? Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah. So just to fill in the audience here, the reason why it's so out of whack is because the the championship game is actually going to be the offensive division or conference versus the defensive conference. Yes. So the winner of the IDP in week 15, I'm assuming would yes, go on to week 16 to face the winner of the uh, week of the I- offensive side of the ball. Um, so do you want, do you want to, I know you don't want to leave anybody out. Could you want to name some of the guys that are uh, here before we uh, make our picks here? You got just about everybody that that I listen to on a normal basis. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I'd love to give some of them that joined a shout out because they're some of the, the best in the business, if not the best in the business. Uh, starters, we got the Fantasy Forty picking one hundred and one, John Debari, um, uh, Walk DFF Walk. Uh, some of the best IDP. I've been playing IDP leagues with both of them for a while. Yeah, Walk's uh, in our listener league. So, yeah, great guys. Great. Love both of them guys. Uh, We've got the read and react uh, podcast from the DLF network. I'm sure everybody listening to this knows Tom Kissenberry and uh, Sticky Z. Um, We've got Joey the Tooth from the IDP guys. Uh, Also also, uh, friends of the show, um, of y'all's show, our show. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We've got uh, Dino Diagnostic. Uh, FF Stompy, your former, and I say former for a reason, uh, Scott Fishbow 8 champion. Uh, FF Stompy is running the Dino Diagnostic team there. Yes, and then and everybody's, got... everybody has seen his video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably oh, saw yeah. a little more Stompy than everybody wanted to see, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If you want to hear a little rated R segment, giving uh, three rednecks giving him a hard time about that, tune into <laughs> last week's uh, rated IDP. But anyway, uh, we got Fantasy Frank from fakepigskin.com. Um, uh, we've got the F3 podcast. Now, that's an offensive podcast, but we got my man Dib- Dibby in there uh, running that for them. They also got a show in the offensive league. So uh, we got F3 in there. We got grid, Gridiron Ratings, which is Jeff DiMatteo. I'm pretty sure I said that yeah, right. That Sorry, sounds Jeff. Sounds about right. Jeff DiMatteo. Let, let, let a Yankee say Ooh. it. It'll sound better. <laughs> yeah. And Jeff is – hey, that's an up-and-comer right there in this in this IDP world that is. Got yeah. a sharp mind right there. I, I, I really heard about like his uh, Madden style rankings for defense. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's ring- to see yep, his product. I, I love it, man. Yeah, he he just put that up. Uh, I believe they just posted that maybe today, yesterday on IDP guys. Yeah. Uh, .com. But uh, anyway, he put his rating score up there. It kind of brings a new age to, uh, you know, 
rankings, you know, so. Yeah, it's definitely a different take. And being a big Madden fan, you know, that's that's a different take is always, you know, something interesting to check out. Right, right. So that 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 was that was team eight there in IDP division was Jeff. And then we got uh, Dynasty Vipers with, you know, uh, my own, our own uh, Dingus for old Matt. And then we got uh, one of the legends, or I call him a legend, uh, Mike Waller uh, from 444. He's he's a guy that I've looked up to since I've I've been in this for over 10 years, IDP. And I've known Mike, uh, one of the best guys you will ever meet. Uh, when he has time, he'll answer you and he's, Man, he's sharp. I love Mike Waller. And um, another with IDP guys, we got Johnny the Greek. Johnny the Freak Greek, my homie. That's <laughs> my boy right there, Johnny. And then I can't pronounce this team picking at the turn. It's the last team <laughs> in the IDP division. It's called Ad. Ad. You're, you're Ad, on their show right now. <laughs> Ad Crushers. Ad <laughs> Ed Scratchers, of course, you two, uh, you know, the, the people that help me, motivate me to go ahead and do what I, you know, I'm passionate about, which is IDP. You know, if it wasn't for you two guys having me on my sh- on y'all show, none of this, y'all wouldn't even be hearing my name right now. Nobody would know my name. So shout out to you two for sure, man, because well, thank you, without you two guys, man, I, I wouldn't be myself. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My- and uh, speaking of these two guys here, uh, we Let's have a pick to make. Uh, Yay! So let me, let me uh, real quick. Back to back. Back to back. We have back to back picks. And so far, uh, we, we shocked everybody last turn. Uh, we took Desmond King at corner. As much as, as much as I hate corners and, and v- verbally denounce them every week, uh, I was with Daryl on this because Desmond King was the 20th overall scorer in defense. And yes. the difference between him and the next corner was good value. So oh, everybody was shocked when we took him. And I said, you know, I was joking around saying I got to throw Daryl a bone every once in a while. But, uh, <laughs> but really, value-wise, you're getting uh, – if he can repeat what he has been able to do so far in his first two years in the league, you know, that's a – you know, that's like a getting a Travis Kelsey. You know, that's yep. like, you know, winning a, a position. Go and I think we'll draft pretty good. The, the one place where we're hurting right now is, is edge rushers. I said we're like the Oakland Raiders. We, we passed on all these edge rushers. So uh, Daryl and I decided to be exactly like the Oakland Raiders, and we're, we're going to take Claylon Farrell. Sweet. Yep. Pick is being made now. So, yes, I just clicked the button. We I took him. Down. He's going to get snaps forever. It's, he is. He's going to get snaps, and that, that team's going to give – I mean, it's going to give up points. Uh, teams are going to be running against them. Good point. Good pick. Good and pick. our next pick is a guy, uh, again – I was not a believer last season, and Daryl shoved it down my throat just about every year of the season <laughs> that this guy was, was really good, and he's one of the top scorers from last year uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals, Jesse Bates the third. That's right. Ah, dang it. <laughs> so we're, we got a pretty young team. Yeah, I think Jamal Adams is our oldest player at, like, three years in the league. That's all right. So, nice. uh, and just, uh, to recap here, cause Johnny, the Greek had a pre, uh, pre-draft in there. Yeah. Uh, he took Nick Bosa 
So Farrell goes oh. before Bosa. Oh, just how I'm kind of leaning these days. Hey, there's going to be more movement. I'm a Niners fan. Uh, I don't know how many people know that. Anyway, I'm a San Francisco <laughs> Niners fan. Uh, have been since five years old. When my dad worked take the hat off. My dad worked at a construction site in uh, San Bernardino, California, man. And I used to make these uh, – I used to make his hands pay me $5. I could act, I'd act like I couldn't swim. And I get, I'd act like I couldn't swim, and they'd come off of work, and they'd give me $5 to swim to the other side of the pool. Well, I used all that money to go buy me a regular Nintendo and <laughs> all the 49ers gear I could. And from that moment on, I became a Niners fan. And uh, anyway, um, I think Bosa is going to get subbed in a lot more in and out than people think. Yeah, Eric Armstead moves around that line just like Sheldon Sheldon Richardson can do. Yeah, I mean, you also he, have uh, Solomon Thomas too. Like, you uh, got... don't, don't speak that name. <laughs> <laughs> he is on your roster still. That's not go. That's not go there. <laughs> You're saying he's going to get cut because he's that bad? I'm not saying he's going to get cut because, yeah. Uh, because I think there's still hope. It is a Stanford defensive tackle, after all. And we know how much we love our Stanford defensive tackles, defensive linemen. Mm. So, I'm going to hold out hope. One more year. Hopefully, Eric Armstead can put back-to-back 16-game seasons together. Everybody can stay fresh, and it makes everybody better. It does. I, I you know, being the Seahawks fan, obviously, uh, I, I was not – a big fan of you guys trading for D Ford and picking up Bosa. And you have that monster of a man, DeForest Buckner inside. Ooh. So Ooh. fortunately my quarterback runs really, really fast. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's going to be running for his life with this entire division again this year. Uh, like he yeah, does every I, year, I'm, pretty much. I'm excited to talk about that sec- secondary and our uh, safety talk there because, uh, I think you two guys got a guy that I might need to pay a little bit more attention to. Okay. And uh, the, the speaking of secondaries, the one thing I have to say, I don't think the not. I mean, they got Jason Verrett to play corner, but yep. the, the Niners secondary, you better hope Ford and Bosa get there. Well, well, Sherman Sherman just got some stitches out. Had a re- little repair done. Yeah. It might bring back, might bring back a half a step. Now I ain't talking about making him – what he used to be or anything like that, but it might bring back a half a step. Um, and, and Jason Verrett, all we need him to do is stay healthy. If he stays yeah. healthy, that's a former all-pro, you know, guy there. And I know he's been out of the league, you know, but, hey, it's it, it ain't no damn worse than what we've been having. I mean, yeah. it was worth the dark throw. The one, the one thing you do have going for you, though, is you can actually, you actually have a pass rush this year. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, and that should help everything. Yeah. And that's what the Seahawks have been relying on. I don't know what they're doing. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that another time because uh, <laughs> we're not talking about individual teams yet. We'll get to the division previews here, probably starting up pretty soon. We have a few more guests coming in the next couple weeks that will be very interesting, hopefully, for your IDP knowledge. Um, but today's topic, we're going to talk about safeties. We're going to do what we did with defensive ends, kind of go through our top 10 uh, overall and then into five rookies that we like from the safety position and 
Um, then we'll just kind of see what's going on, see what time is on here. We'll, we'll, we'll chat some IDP as we like to do here. A um, couple things real quick to uh, plug, I guess, before we go. All three of us are part of the Dynasty uh, Football Factory, the Factory uh, yeah, Sports yeah, yeah. Network. And uh, we have uh, started a membership program over at the site. And it's $19.99 for a limited amount of time. That's a year subscription. You can also sign up monthly, I believe. And we have all our articles, rankings. Uh, We have ADP. We have uh, a few special things coming. We're going to have group meet chats for individual uh, different sections. You know, like DFS, like IDP, Dynasty, or in general. Uh, we're going to have these video mailbags that actually I'm heading up the IDP video mailbags uh, where you can send in your questions and we will answer with a video article, basically, uh, every couple weeks. So if you oh, have an yeah. IDP you burning question. We'll do some of them after hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's going to be uh, coming down the pike as well. Uh, I petition for questions. If you have any questions, uh, just at me, at DFF underscore IDP, and we'll get those uh, kind of tabulated and answered uh, for members. And that's the thing. is It's for members uh, only. So I don't know what's stopping you. Go join. If you want to read these two gentlemen's uh, wonderful articles, my articles, when I ever get a chance to write uh, I know Doug's got a couple in the in the pipeline. Daryl's always I'm writing. Dan, I'm trying to finish it. Dan, I started on the AFC North. Oh, I got no. the Bengals. I got the Bengals knocked out. I got a new DC. It was a little tough, you know. I didn't know what to decide, and now <laughs> I moved on to the Browns. And man, I thought I knew what they was doing. Then I went to a chat, and this guy was like, "Nope, that ain't what's going on." And I'm like, "Oh crap!" So now I got to go I, back and look at stuff. Ah. I completely commiserate because I started the yeah. NFC North and uh, they're just as bad. Like, you know, you got the, the, the Bears, you know, they're, they're running a 3-4, but it's Chuck Pagano's 3-4. It's not Vic Fangio's 3-4. So it's it's a little different, you know, whereas the safeties for the Bears, you know, I get into this a little bit, the safeties in the Bears for Fangio, they were kind of equal. You know, they, they weren't really one in the box all the time. I mean, Amos played in the box a lot. Right. But with with uh, Pagano, he likes to have one up and one back. So Eddie Jackson's probably going to be that center field guy, which he excels at. He's a ball hawk. And then you, you got, uh, haha, Clinton Dix uh, joining the team to play the strong safety role for them. So, yeah, it's. A lot of research goes into these articles, I'm sure. I know Daryl watches lots of tape on these uh, Debbie guys that he's watching, which I got to pick your brain about some Debbie guys a little bit later. I'm in a Debbie draft right now. Uh, Just before air, I drafted De'Eric King, quarterback from Houston. So hopefully he will uh, pan out for me here. Uh, But, yeah, go get that factory membership. You can check out pretty much uh, anybody's twitter handle we have the uh it may not be pinned because i think we have the pinned tweet as our dff idp uh factory rookie guide which you can still buy please go buy yeah please uh, there's also the offensive rookie guide that is available 
as of right now. So you don't have to wait. That is available currently. <laughs> so now that we got all that out of the way, uh, Daryl, you got some news for us here. Uh, yeah, Good not news, not a everyone. whole lot going on right now, but a few little things. Kind of um, dead season. I mean, training camp it is kind of but... OTAs or whatever just... mandatory camp was last week. Yeah, just some interesting tidbits, more or less. Uh, Jalen Ramsey has no plans to give the Jags a discount on a new contract. Um, I can see him leaving there and going somewhere else. Uh, well, Bobby Wagner isn't giving a hometown discount either, so. Yeah, but I just Tom Coughlin's not one to just give in to demands like that, and I think. Ramsey could be gone. He's that diva type player. So Wagner's not a diva. So that's a big difference. That's true. Uh, I would I would I would agree with that. They're both great <laughs> players, but right. Ronnie Harrison. That's that's pretty much the only person in that secondary. Well, I want to yeah, we might talk about Rodney Harrison. Too. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, oh crap. <laughs> we haven't started safeties yet. <laughs> I'm giving a chill away. Oh, goodness. Sorry, Mr. Van Dock. <laughs> Go ahead, Daryl. What's next? Um, this is getting close to home for you. Um, the Seahawks beat Carroll said he expects Michael, Michael Kendricks to play in 2019. If he's not in jail, I guess he will. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, true. he's going to jail at some point for uh, federal insider trading crime so he's admitted to it i don't know why that, that ain't one of them things that can get swept under the rug like, like not when you're dealing with the feds man when you're stuff. dealing with the feds unless you're giving up like hundreds of names yeah but i've watched the godfather a time or two if you give up too many names you sleep with the fishes <laughs> yeah you gotta sleep with the fishes so uh that legal trouble is always a killer um he was a great player for us when uh, when, he, when we needed him last season. He, he filled in very nicely. Um, but the law and order stuff will always catch up with you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I already played the drop. but Anyway. Um, the Texans and linebacker Clowney have made little progress on extension, and he's saying he's going to hold out well through training camp, so. Might want to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, that one's been quiet. I haven't heard much about it. Uh, I guess the Texans aren't the Giants or the or in LA, so the NFL Network doesn't cover them as much. They're not Pittsburgh yeah. or New England. So. Right. And then the last piece of news we have is the Saints just re- or signed uh, defensive end Cameron Jordan to a three-year, $52 million deal that'll keep him a Saint for all the way through 2023. That's a great deal for Jordan. Good deal for the Saints. They get to lock him up. Uh, so they have those edge, you know, that, that uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm thinking of the term box. Yes. And yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Bookends. There you go. Bookends. Yeah, yeah, book, yeah. The bookend ends there, probably there for quite a while with Davenport and Jordan. I guess they'll be there five years each, more than likely. Yep, looks that way. And if Breeze can hang on for that long, then they'll they'll have they'll be going for that title. 
They got Teddy in the wing. Ted Ginn? Is that what you said? I said they got Teddy Bridgewater in the wing. Yeah, yeah, Ted Bridgewater. Yeah. Taysom Hill, man. Taysom Hill. Hill. Did you know that Taysom (laughs) Hill on Madden is listed as a running back? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did a a fantasy draft the other day with my son. And uh, yeah, Taysom Hill is listed as a running back in Madden. With your son, dad goals right there. Yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy late Father's Day. Yes, thanks. You too. Yeah, I wanted to get on yesterday and wish you Happy Father's Day, brother, but, you know, stuff happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yesterday ended up not working out for me either, so. Oh, yeah. It was chaos here at the <laughs> Oklahoma house. I had twin calves being born, and, oh, dear God, everything was just chaos. <laughs> That's not something you hear on a podcast. Twin calves being born. <laughs> Did you name them? Um, um, oh, it just slipped my mind. Should name them both Daryl. <laughs> Daryl is my other brother, Daryl. Really? That, that's five dollars yeah. for me right there. Well, that's, that's a key, that's a key topic around our house. We don't we don't name them because we're gonna have to eat them sooner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got one ham and one burger. See, it's funny because I moved out to the sticks, but. You're just in a whole level of sticks if you got calves oh, yeah. on the property and stuff. Like I got oh, a, yeah. oh, I got yeah. a farm. Like you know, our, our baseball field is basically our corn stalks all around it. So we're we're like uh, field of dreams. But uh, but yeah, you're in a whole different level of uh, sticks if you got cows on your property and stuff. Yeah, yep. But uh, anyway, Daryl, getting back on the news, what we got? Uh, that was all I had. That's basically yeah. all that was going on. So pretty slow news week. I mean, GMFB is even on break. Like they they're showing reruns. I'm like, great. I got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple of camp battles. If y'all want me to, uh, sure. that I got wrote down here. Okay. Um, Mark Barron and Vince Williams, uh, going at it for that other inside linebacker job, that other mm-hmm. off ball, uh, linebacker spot there in Pittsburgh. Is it um, bad that I? Don't care about that position. <laughs> I know, I know you don't, Dan. I just think I mean, they're both irrelevant. And they, I, don't really, they... I don't really either, Dan. But somebody's going to need a LB four or yeah, LB five in bye weeks, and yeah. and whoever strike. takes over that job is going to be viable. Yeah, on certain weeks. So uh, that was one of them. Um, well, let me say Pittsburgh doesn't like to waste money, so I think Barron will probably play. Yeah, if he has any skill at all, he'll play. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, Vince Williams is—he's formidable. I hope. Right I hope, and this is a shout out to—I actually was a substitute teacher for Matt Galambos, who was on the practice squad the last two seasons. I hope he gets the starting job. Hey, Dan, you dropped something. It was the names. <laughs> I, I substitute taught him. So, uh... Uh, and the other one, well, that's some safety talk. So let's wait on that. All right. It's Sounds Cleveland Brown safety talk. Uh, we was having a little bit earlier in the chat. So uh, we'll go over that a little bit later because I think somebody's a bum. Well, Uh-oh. I don't think he'll even be in our top 10, so we can talk about him after we go through that. So, Right on. So, speaking of, we will transition into tonight's main event. Tonight's main event, we are going to talk about safeties. 
uh, it sounds like we're going to be arguing a lot because we got a lot of difference in safeties. Oh, man. Uh, from what it sounds like. So <laughs> look forward to some some talking. Maybe this will explain why me and Daryl had some issues with uh, drafting. Not really issues, but we had some back and forth about who to draft. You can call it issues, Dan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> see, and, and this will help explain why we chose the guy we chose. Because my number one safety is Mr. Jamal Adams, who swears he's going to be a pro bowler for every year of his career from here on out. And I think he will be. He's my number one safety. Yep, Randy Gregory said he'd quit smoking pot, too. <laughs> I, I guess he closed Randy Gregory out of his life here. So uh, I, I ain't hating on the pick. I ain't. Go ahead. No, it's really close. Uh, my number one was Derwin James. Yeah, that's who we argued about. <laughs> and actually, we thought about taking both of them. We did. We we came very close to. But I wanted Vanderish. I wanted to sneak Vanderish in there. That's the only reason we didn't do it. Yep. And we, we, we argued a little, didn't argue, but we went back and forth with who to take between Adams and James. And I just think Adams, I don't think he loses much with C.J. Mosley getting there, cause, but I just think Adams is the man. Yeah, and I don't think there's a big gap between the two. So There's I'm not. It's really not negligible. Open. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I like Derwin James, too. He, he's not too far down the list here. but Oh, whoa. Uh, so you said Derwin right. James. How about you, Doug? Yeah. I've actually got Landon Collins. Okay. Uh, I got go. Collins, too. So I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah. I like the production that uh, Monte Nichols- Nicholson did last year in that spot. Um, you added another edge guy in Montez Sweat, one of the best edge rushers in the class. That just brings more pressure. Uh, Mason Foster has never been much of a cover guy. Uh, he does have his he does have his flashes, but um, you know, I think I think Collins is going to have to play on first and second down a little bit more in the box than Derwin might, and than Jamal like might, because Avery Williamson and C.J. Mosley I think is going to lock down the middle of that field, therefore pushing Jamal back just a little bit. And the Derwin, the Derwin argument is is kind of minute because they don't have no linebackers. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, Derwin is he's one B for me. I got a one A and I got a one B. It's it's so it's Derwin two for you me. then. Yeah, yeah, Derwin for Derwin two, yeah, for sure. So I got Collins at two. Daryl, who do you have at two? I had Jamal Adams at two. Okay, so we're we're all pretty much. And since we're talking about Collins, I've got him at three, and I think he's a real close three to the top two. Yeah. he's. Um, I think they've been looking for somebody since Sean Taylor died and left that team. And everybody knows Dan Snyder likes to throw money at free agents, and I think he finally hit a grand slam with this one. Landon Collins is going to be on a mission for that Washington defense. And especially the two games against the Giants. Oh, yeah, he he, is. He's going to want to put Eli in a body bag. Oh, yeah. He may not make Eli might not make it to the second game. He might not. Let's not let's let's not forget about the rookie that's in Washington. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. All right. At number three, I've got Jamal Adams. Okay. So 
So, yeah, number one, I, mean, I had Collins. Number two, James. And then three, I got Adams. How about you, Daryl? Who do you have at three? I had Landon Collins at three. Okay, Landon Collins at three. Okay. So, I have Keanu Neal at three. Mm-hmm. And he, he was my number one uh, probably last season, I think, pretty much. Uh, so he drops down a little bit with his injury. Uh, you, you hope he's come back healthy and ready to roll. He looks like he's ready to go for week one. Uh, just a shame he had to lose so much time last season because I have him on a lot of rosters. Yeah, same here, Dan. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I've actually, speaking on Neil, I've got him at four. I think the injury is what knocks him down just a little bit. Yeah. Same here. I got him at four as well. I got Derwin James at four. So we or, basically sorry, no. all have the same top four, just a little bit different order. Pretty much just out of order a little bit. And I, like I said, I the, the difference between these top the four. four. Oh, yeah, that's what I was just saying. The difference between these top four is negligible. If you get any one of these four, you're pretty happy with your team. Absolutely. At, at safety one. Uh, so number five is where we'll probably it might start. Be to <laughs> <laughs> so number five, Doug, we'll start with you. All right, fellas. Well, that's where I had a little tear break. I'm looking at my overall rankings right now on EFF, and I have. Those top four in the top sixteen players overall is where I have those two four those four safeties. I don't find another safety on my rankings until you stumble on a one Justin Reed from Houston. Ooh. Um, I know, I know, he's a free safety. I know. But they kind of move him around a little bit there and let him play in the nickel a little bit. The guy moves all over the field. And Jesse Bates and him are real close to me. I think they are almost identical players. The only difference being that Bates was on a terrible team last year. Absolutely no help defending the pass. More pass deflections, more tackles, more missed chances in the second level. Therefore, Bates made up for it. If I'm not mistaken, Reed. Reed, Reed didn't really take that starting role for a few weeks, too. Like he, or no, did he, he start from week one? No, no, Reed didn't start week one. He okay. didn't start week one. Yeah. So, yeah, he had a couple weeks to ease in, whereas Bates was kind of thrown in the fire right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And uh, you had Kareem Jackson there in Houston as well. And uh, Kareem Jackson is like a little Swiss Army knife himself. Uh, it's really surprising that Houston couldn't do something with them two guys. Uh, they let Kareem go to Denver. But uh, anyway, I really like Justin Reed. I think he is one of – I think he's the best free safety in the NFL. <clears throat> wow. Daryl, how about you, number five? Number five, I'm going uh, to the Northeast in the AFC East. And I'm going to take uh, Buffalo's Jordan Poyer. Mm, interesting. These guys did, aren't too did. far off of here for me. No, I, he does a sound job. And with Edmonds in front of him, now they've got Oliver. 
they're building that defense. That's he's going to have a lot of opportunities still to make some big plays for the yeah. Rams. Poyer gets no love from anybody though. No, he does not. So he, he's very underrated, and you can get him in drafts really late because most people don't even know his name. So that's a, <laughs> right. that's that's one to tuck away. He's productive. Um, I have him down a little outside my top ten, but still, he's he's you know productive. Uh, at number five, I have John Johnson from the Rams. And okay. he's just a solid player. Uh, he's yep. going to probably play strong safety. Uh, Eric Weddle's probably going to play what he's normally played, that center field role. Uh, and, you know, I think it doesn't matter who's back there necessarily. John Johnson has had two great uh, seasons so far. So that's my yep. number five. Going to my yep. number six, I have... Another NFC West guy, Buda Baker, my boy Buda. Mm. Love me, Buda Baker. Yep, yep. Like me some Buda myself. He, he's just all over the place. Like he just plays, uh, plays very similar to another former Cardinal that played with his hair on fire, the Honey Badger, which we'll get to soon. <laughs> so, how about uh, Doug Year Six? All right, just to go back to number five, I had a little miscalculation. I picked the wrong window. Okay. Justin, Justin Reed went in five, fellas. Everybody calm down. <laughs> I still think he is one of the top free safeties in the league center fielders. Don't get me wrong. Don't make me, don't make me look bad here, fellas. But uh, um, I, I, had, uh, I also had John Johnson at five. Okay. Uh, there, Dan. And then I had Jesse Bates at six. Okay. Followed by who you just brought up at seven, Buda Baker. So. So we had five, six, and seven there listed off. Yeah, yeah, and that was uh, that was John Johnson. You're saying five, and then uh, I went Jesse Bates. Uh, I like Bates a lot there in Cincy, and I, I had Reed over here trying to find somewhere to put him in this safety discussion, and it, it looks like I put him way too high and was just reading what was on the screen. <laughs> kind of like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> San Diego sucks. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daryl, how about your six and seven since Doug gave us his five, six, seven there? All right, so to recap, I had Poirier at five, six. I'm going to take Kevin Byer to Tennessee. Okay. Um, he just continues to produce. I know he's a free safety, but man, he gets they, while they come in bunches, he does get the interceptions. Uh, I've seen, I can't remember what it was since he's come in the league. I think he is third in interceptions with 12. I think uh, there was, I can't remember the two that's ahead of him, and they were only one of them had 14 and 13. So, I mean, he's right there among the leaders and picks. He always just, he has a knack for finding the ball, it just seems to find him. So, he's my number six. And at number seven, I've got Jesse Bates. Um, I think Doug said it. He plays for a bad team, and he's going to play for a bad team again this year. Um, that uh, he's just going to make plays, and he was like Dan said each and every week. I was jumping up and down because I would go around certain leagues, Yahoos and MFLs, and he was available everywhere. And I'm like, why is yeah. nobody picking him up? So yeah, yeah when I, we I were see him when we were doing the uh, top twelve at each position. Jesse Bates was uh, weekly. Uh comment mm -hmm. about the top 12 just about 
Um, so definitely, I, I may have him a little low on this paper, and, and you know, maybe it's just some of these guys. I don't know. I'm but looking at my list now. You'll see. You know, we have him what six, seven, eight range. All, yeah. th- all three of us, I think. But in the um, pod war, if you go back and look at the scoring, he was he was right among the top of the list, you know. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, it's important you got to know your scoring. While we give these rankings and lists, that's right. just a general dynasty ranking category. So you really got to know your scoring because it can affect how these players uh, move up and down the boards. Yeah. <laughs> now, number six, I boot a baker. Number seven, I actually have – uh, guy we were talking about off air a little bit. Actually, we were just talking about him on, on air when I was talking about the Bears. I have high, high Clinton Dix at wow. seven. Mm. And Green Bay soured on him terribly and then traded him to Washington. But if you look at his stats in Washington, he was like a whole different player. He doubled his production. In only he, he played seven games in Green Bay, nine games in Washington. And he was very productive. And he is a very productive tackler. He's not the... the best football player in the world but he for idp i don't really care as long as he get me some tackles uh and i think if you take a look and this is part of the article so just a little preview uh looking at chuck pagano's strong safeties they their ceiling's about 110 combined tackles and their floor is about 80 tackles combined so in that system i think he'll be very productive now Dynasty-wise, I might need to kick him down a little bit, but I don't like to project too far ahead with these dynasty rankings because things can change every year. Like, you know, the beginning of last year, I would have told you Haha Clinton Dix was like number like 24, 25, way down there because Green Bay just soured on him uh, terribly. Uh, my number eight, you just mentioned Kevin Byard from your Titans. The one well, issue I have with Byard is he is very turnover dependent. He does get tackles, decent tackle numbers. But the the seasons he's done really well, he's had a lot of turnovers. And I don't turnovers are very hard to replicate year in, year out. They are, and he but he seems to get them in bunches. I mean, he will he go stretches where he doesn't have anything, and then he'll go a three, four game stretch where he's got two, three four picks right in a row. So yeah, he is kind of dependent on the turnovers, but he does get a lot of tackles. He does make a lot of plays. And I think as he, we've not seen the best from him yet. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, him and Vaccaro uh, played pretty well last year as defense. I think um, he, he just worries me with those turnovers though, that he has to get those turnovers. So to, to be yeah, they, one of these they drafted guys. a rookie there, didn't they Daryl? Didn't they? Uh, yeah, they've got a Monty Hooker from Iowa. Monty Hooker, yeah, a Monty uh, Hooker. So I don't think I don't think Vaccaro is really the long term answer. He's there. not. They're signing him to one year one year deals. So yeah, um, I think t- they may look at that again next year if that's if Hooker's not ready. They may sign Vaccaro again if he has another good year. But I think when Hooker's ready, Vaccaro will be out the door. See, I I, I see Hooker being like Desmond King. Hmm. He very well could be. Ooh. I see yep. him being because he played corner in college too. Yep, he did. Yep. Sure being did. that nickel for, corner. For my true school, Iowa. Yes, you, you're 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 your fake favorite school. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tennessee volunteers my butt. <laughs> he's a Hawkeye. I uh, know. He's got that, what's that defensive <laughs> end name next year? Go ahead. Tell us, Daryl. AJ Espinraza. What's his name? Is that your Come Debbie on. Diamond? Espinraza. Come on. What's his name, Daryl? <laughs> I was I was angry. Somebody took him before I could get him in, in oh, my yeah, Debbie I've league. Him, I've had him in three leagues myself. He's a beast. I haven't been able to get him. I got and Dylan Moses went really early too. So I was I don't know. I'll have to ask Daryl who who my next linebacker I should grab is because maybe it'll be uh, Bryce Huff that we interviewed a couple weeks ago. I'm liking him. Anyway, back on track here. Uh, where were we? Kevin Byard, we were talking about? Um, I or think nine. I'm on number eight, right? You're on number eight. Yeah, okay. we're looking at uh, eight, nine, and ten is next. So. Okay. All right, here's where I'm going to shock y'all. And no, this pick is correct. This ain't Justin Reed. This pick is This is the <laughs> correct ranking. <laughs> I like Tony Jefferson. Okay. I got Tony Jefferson at number eight. I don't oh, think they know what the heck they are doing at inside linebacker. Uh, yeah, I think Kenny Young's about the only one that's got an established role there at middle linebacker. I was reading uh, I think, Kenny Young. I think Kenny Young actually have I'm surprised. in the ball a lot. Not to cut you off, but uh, Daryl, I'm surprised didn't mention this in the news and notes. But uh, Patrick Anwasso seems to be the the only guy locked in. Because Chris Borland apparently is competing with Kenny Young for the other inside position. Oh, I thought the broad guy was ready to take over Patrick O's job. Now they're saying Kenny Young might be splitting time with him, which I'm mad hey, about because hey, I have tons of Kenny Young all over Here the place. is a great reason why you listen to other people's opinions in the offseason. Don't yeah. read one article and then come at somebody like you know <laughs> everything <laughs> in the world. Listen to somebody that might have read a different article and have a decent conversation. Yeah, Man, no. I kind of came out today. I said something about the Cleveland Browns today, and this guy was like, nope. He pretty much was like, nope, you're an idiot. Uh, Murray's playing secondary. Uh, he's pitching cornerback. You're you're an idiot. And I was like, oh, man, we're, oh, my bad. We're, I don't think he called you an this. idiot. I didn't see any name calling going on. I'll I was, of course, I was exaggerating okay, a little okay. bit, but you know. I was going to say, we're, we're, we're pretty, I'm just saying that the, the, the meaning of the tech, all it takes is three letters to go LOL or in my <laughs> yeah. opinion to make you not seem like a douchebag. Okay. That's all it takes. It's three little letters on your phone. Isn't everything you say though, in your opinion? Huh? Isn't everything that comes out of your your mouth or through a text? Isn't that always just your opinion? Like, well, of course, no, I'm Mr. Teacher Man. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, and this is where I think draft or not draft Twitter, but but Twitter in general, people like. I've seen a lot of it. Maybe it's because I'm following you know people that are targets of this stuff but like you know you get people coming at people because they say that they think somebody's going to be like a wide receiver two not a wide receiver one and it's like oh my god the world's gonna end <laughs> let's have world war three on twitter and it's like it's not that serious not at all not at all brother I, i'm not one to engage i don't engage in any of that stuff i've never really had any hate tweets at me though so 
Oh, uh, well, even yeah. if I did, uh, I would just I, be like, wait, wait until dude. you wait until you get on the rated out EP live. You'll get a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I haven't been on that show yet. So I don't know. Uh, well, I, 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 I know a couple people on the show, you know. Yeah, I know you do, Dan, but we <laughs> record at 830 and you're telling people to get off your lawn before then and you're going to bed. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on my lawn, Doug. I'm very proud of it. You know, I happen to know a couple guys over there, too. I may just put a good word in for you. Okay, thanks, thanks, Daryl. Let's see what we can do. Getting back on track here. Uh, that was your number eight. Eight. Daryl, your number eight. Okay, so my number eight is Ronnie Harrison, Jacksonville. Ugh, that pained me to say that, but <laughs> Duval, <laughs> he's going to be the real deal down there. Yep, yep, yeah. I agree. If they can make Barry Church look <laughs> formidable, I'm sure Ronnie Harrison. Yeah, I mean, who wasn't Tayshawn Gibson or whatever? He's a nobody. Yeah. Uh, Barry Church ain't cutting it. They've had numerous others, I think. Uh, he ran uh, Barry Harrison. Church out of town last year. Yeah. yeah he did. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he didn't even get to finish yeah, the season. He sure did. Uh, yeah, I like the and a lot of the guys we mentioned are just outside my top ten, and it's mainly because I kind of I guess I want to see it again before I prop them up too much. Uh, speaking of a guy that we've seen year in and year out, my number nine is Harrison Smith from the Vikings. Guy mm-hmm. just does it every year. Yep, and I have the same. Number nine, Mr. Dan. Harrison Smith is my nine as well. So Daryl, who who do you who do you have at nine here? At nine I will have Harrison Smith. You will have. You told me you were kicking him out of your top ten before well, we started. I moved him back up moved just back up. slightly. But yeah, I've got uh I've got Harrison at eight and uh Harrison Smith at uh at number nine. And at number ten I have the honey badger because he don't care. <laughs> same same here uh, well i'm gonna be different as well at See, number new 10, home new home honey badger don't care listener, but that's my team as well <laughs> i'm gonna have to be the one the oddball here i have got sean williams of cincinnati i know it's oh, crazy i've got two, two bangles in the top, in top 10 but <sighs> that defense will support them because that offense is that bad 221 it supported them last year. If you'll go back and look, I bet you in most, at least most of the leagues I'm in, Bates and Sean Williams were both uh, top ten safeties, and in some cases they were both in the top uh, six. So they yeah, were. until they can improve, I know AJ Green's going to be back and healthy and help them, but uh, that team's still going to be a little rough, a little bad. They play in a division where they're not going to win right now. So uh, I've got Sean Williams at number ten. One of my favorite uh, things from last year was the week that Sean Williams got kicked out of the game and Clayton <laughs> Clayton Flegelum came in and, like, racked up all these points. Well, he's the OTA star. <laughs> and then I had, the I had some bum, some guy in my league, you know, take his number one waiver claim to pick him up, and I'm like, I just laughed at him. I'm like, you don't read my articles, do you? Oh, man. I basically told everybody not to pick him up because he was only in there because Sean Williams got kicked out of the game. But anyway, 
I digress. <laughs> I so that's enough. our top ten. Doug, your top ten was uh, the Honey Badger, correct? Yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had the same last three guys that you did there, Dan. All righty. And I think Kansas City doesn't know what they're doing at linebacker. Nah, uh, not a clue. And the Honey Badger don't care. He's just going to make plays all over the place. <laughs> they got to put they got to put Deron Lee and in, in, in for Raglan, don't they, guys? They need they to, to whether or not they do or not. What did that dude do on the field last year? <laughs> We could get Daryl back in his old high school days, and, and I was really raggling. Though <laughs> I was really I was hoping it'd be Dorian O'Daniel filling that role, not Deron Lee, because then they traded for Lee. Yeah, right. Which is right, irritating, right, right. but uh, so we're gonna get off the vets a little bit here. Talk about some young guys that we like at safety. Uh, so yeah. we're not gonna go too deep. Because a lot of these guys, we got to see if they're even going to play this year. Because a lot of them, they're not. Right. They, they, they have a chance. But it's going to be one of those training camp battle watches or injuries have to strike for these guys to get on the field. Uh, we do have a couple that are going to see the field and a couple that are going to be fighting for spots or maybe fighting for 2020. Right. Uh, so, Daryl, we'll start with you. Number one, safety, rookie. It's pretty close, but I've got Jonathan Abram for the Raiders. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna take over that starting gig, and uh, they're wanting to go youthful anyway. And he's he's I think he's the best pro ready safety right now. Doug, what do you say? Well, hate to bore the listeners even more, but it's the <laughs> same for me. I I think that. Uh, I think he I think he gets the job this year. I think by at least I'd say week four that he's probably getting sixty percent of the snaps. So he's gonna so, run uh, Carl Joseph out of town? I, I, don't, I don't think Carl Joseph would hold anybody back. I don't think if Carl Joseph was something, he'd have done stuck somewhere. And I well, John Gruden never been doesn't fan, like him. Never so. been a fan. I'm gonna change it up. I got Darnell Savage. He was taken first. And I think he's going to be first for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, it was close for me. He's actually my number two. Um, I think he's going to do really well in Green Bay. So, yeah, those two were very close for me. So, I could interchange them and be happy as well. I got Abram at two, so we're, we're pretty much – Doug, do you have anybody different too? Nope. Y'all can just bend over and let me jump on for a piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think these two are the only two that really have a clear path to anything. 100%. Everybody else, I mean, Nasir Adderley kind of has a clear path. He's a little bit further down just because he's going to play free safety. And you already have so many dominant safety corners, secondary members of the Chargers that he's probably going to play center field is what I'm kind of concluding. So Yeah, and he's got some work to do before he can beat out those people ahead of him. That was almost like a uh, best player available pick there for the Chargers. Yeah, kind of like last year with Derwin James. 100%. 100%. They just said, hey, he's the best player on our board. We're taking him. And we they found a role for him. I mean, Jaleel Day is now in Houston. So, right. um, he's gone. Adrian Phillips is still there. And Desmond, Desmond King and Derwin James kind of play all over the place. So, right. Um, three, I guess, is where we're going to start fighting. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
So who wants to go first? Okay, at number three, and you're going to be proud of me, Dan. I'm taking Marquise Blair for Seattle. I have him at three, too. Oh, Holy wow. shit. Because Blair's <laughs> going to take that job. Yeah, I think so, too. Tedrick Thompson was nothing special, and Blair, I mean, they did drafted okay, high. I think Blair's a much better player. Yeah, he's a thumper. He, he's he's going to be the replacement for Cam that they never had. Slide McDougal back to free safety, and uh, that's what's going to be. So yeah. says me. So says Daryl, apparently, too. Three. How about Doug? You got three. Well, it was really, 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 really close between <laughs> for me it was it was blair and juan thornhill from kansas city mm-hmm. thornhill's my four so i had to be honest with you i had thornhill at three until i seen the love that you two i respect <laughs> you so much that that i let you two influence me to move blair I got Blair. I got Blair. I watched yeah, a lot of Blair. Blair when we were doing the uh, the rookie guide, and man, they used to. He even played some corner for them, but you could see it when he was on the field, and he was he hits like a linebacker. I mean, he's got bad intentions on his his mind when he's ready to hit. So Cam Chancellor, yeah, anybody? Been, yeah, I mean, he's uh, just full speed and just blows people up and if you're a receiver coming across the middle you better know where this kid's at i'm telling you yep so i had thornhill at four how about you daryl uh, this group was kind of close back here blair was three to me but I've, I've still got a monty hooker at four i think his versatility is going to play in um you know, he could play some corner. He's going to play some safety. So I think that's going to get him on the field earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once Vaccaro moves, I think he makes that transition back to safety full time. So I've got Hooker at four. Okay. At five, I have uh, Taylor Rapp, and it might need to be a year before he even really sees much of the field. But uh, with Eric Weddle there, mm-hmm. he probably doesn't see much of the field. But I think Rapp will. Uh, We'll be that guy. I also, it was tough between Rap Adderley and Hooker, in my mm-hmm. eyes. Because there's a couple guys I like, but they need their cards to fall the right way. Yeah, I've got Thornhill at five. So, I mean, I think my top five similar to yours, just a little bit jumbled there towards the back end. But yeah, I yeah. think Thornhill with Barry gone, they've only got Matthew uh, the Honey Badger there. So I think Thornhill has a good shot at playing. Um, speaking of, it'll be, speaking be interesting of, to see how they use him. Eric Berry's got to sign with somebody, doesn't he? I hope so. I mean, oh, or yeah, just going to be Navarro Bowman all over again, where he's just going to be a free agent, and we expect him to sign somewhere, and nothing. I, he says he's healthy. Everybody says he's healthy, but I just I think teams are so scared right now of him. See, well, I think he, this is the perfect time. You got to see what you guys had at OTAs or whatever this was, mandatory yep. minicamp. You saw what you had. Do you need somebody or you don't? You want to bring him in before camp because, you know, you want to get him in your system or whatever. But When healthy, he's a top ten safety. Absolutely. Probably a top five still. If he's fully healthy, in IDP, he's, he, he's a top five safety. I mean, he, he I believe, was it last year? No. Yeah. Well, he, Two years he ago. Kind of... Last year he didn't play till like, week ten. 
something like that. Right. But two years ago, when he injured himself against the Patriots, he had like 30 points in my one league. Like, he had every tackle in that game, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he's a great player when he's healthy. But, uh, Doug, we forgot to, to let you say your fifth guy. It's all good, fellas. Y'all gonna give me a little hate, but uh, Will Harris from Detroit. Now, I'm not gonna hate uh, on that. Another, no, another, another free safety love from from your little buddy here. Uh, I don't think <laughs> free safeties are all that bad this day and age with as much passing as going on. Mm-hmm. I think the, the free safety uh, kind of, you know, tag that people uh, shy away from is a thing of a past. I think that free safety and that strong safety role, I think a lot of teams are going to start interchanging them, and both of them are going to start moving around a lot more. And I think if you put Quandre Diggs on the field with Will Harris at the same time, I think you got one heck of a secondary, even if Darius Slay holds out. You got Quandre Diggs and Will Harris in for Miles Killebrew. Ah, I, I like this Will Harris. Miles Killebrew, you're funny. <laughs> well, that's, that's who's in front of Harris. That's in front of who's. Yeah. In, so I mean, yeah, no. Our lad's is funny too. Named, out of all the guys that we named, he might have the clearest path to playing time. Could yeah, be. Could I, be. I, I'm not going to hate on your Will Harris love because oh, no, I, no, I like him not. too. Right on. Uh, yes. My other guy uh, that I like that many people don't, Kyrie Willis from Indianapolis. Yep. Because Clayton Gaithers can't stay healthy. Nope. Him and Hooker would be a nice tandem. He Although Marvell Tell could also, like, you could have a whole new safety regime in Indianapolis if you wanted to, if you put Kyrie Willis and Marvell Tell in the field. Yep. Because Marvell Tell was one of your Debbie Diamonds, if I'm not mistaken, there, Daryl. Yes, back earlier, I think it was one of our first. Before, last, before last off season or before last season. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can't remember exactly. One of our remember. First, yeah, he was yeah. a Derby Diamond. So I like both those guys. There's a lot of guys. I like some of these safeties. And maybe it's because we did a lot of research on them before draft. But, like, the guys from Miami, Sheldrick Redwine, I could see him. Oh, man. I love Morgan Burnett. Is this the conversation you wanted to have about safeties with Morgan Burnett oh. being terrible? Oh, man, I love me some red wine, man. I love it. Well, I like uh, red wine, too. You know, like a nice He's a cabinet. perfect fit for that Wilkes defense, man. <laughs> he is everything Wilkes wants. If yeah. Wilkes could get red wine, Mac Wilson, and Taki Taki on the field at the same time, oh, that dude's gonna, he ain't going to be able to sleep on his belly at night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of guys I like at safety, and it's a shame they landed a lot of spots that don't like. There's some teams that I'm looking at, and I'm like, these guys would start day one over these safeties that they got going. Hundred percent. Like, are like you Chicago scared, took are one of these guys? Of, uh, right, right. Are you scared of DJ Swearinger in front of uh, Deontay Thompson? I'm not. No, I'm not either. See, I, I, I think I think Thompson takes that over pretty quickly and if you put him and buddha on the field together yeah and i think it goes back to is is arizona going to go back to that three safety that they played the last few seasons like you know i know it's um i forget who the coordinator is because it's been a few uh, weeks vance joseph 
yes, Vance yeah. Joseph. Vance Joseph didn't really do a whole lot of that three safety look. If he did, they would be some nice guys to have on the field at the same time. Oh yeah. So right. I don't I think gave, he was what yeah. the third round first first over third round pick for them. Yeah, he was lighter, a lot lighter than people thought. I mean, yeah. at one time I think that's was... why they took him because they said it's a steal. In between taking five thousand wide receivers, they took a defensive player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm looking at their depth chart page right now, and ninety blue receivers. Players, blue players are people that was on the team last year, and green players are new players, and it is chock full of green. Just, wow. just everyone's yeah. green. <laughs> uh, they they gutted that team. You got basically David Johnson, and that's it. Well, yep. green green players. If you're looking at our lads, green players are just rookies. Oh, it's not yeah, even I new know. players. That's it's just in. rookies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got so you. I they got some new guys too in there too. Right. Um, but yeah, it's got a bunch of green. And like I said, Deontay <laughs> Thompson, DJ Swearinger's nothing special. No, yeah. but he he's a good solid safety though. He's a solid yeah, he's safety, solid. but if you have Buda Baker and Deontay Thompson, I think you're good. Yes. I think you might see Deontay Thompson start out in nickel-dime situations instead of maybe playing Yeah, I, do agree. I, I would agree with that. Especially with Pat Pete gone for what, yeah. the first eight games. Because I think their Definitely. plan was to let Byron Murphy kind of play that nickel-safe, nickel-corner, but he's going to start now because Peterson's yep. gone for six games. So. Oh, my goodness. How many targets is he going to get thrown against him the first eight games? He's one rookie corner that I actually will draft. Holy late. moly! I liked him. I like him just because he is a physical corner to begin with. So yeah. he's not afraid to get his head in there on the ball, to to get in there and make tackles. You know, he's the anti greedy. Yeah. Greedy, greedy wants to untie your shoe and hope you fall. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree. I couldn't agree more. So. I love that. Agree more. Oh man! But yeah. No offense, Mr. Williams, but... And uh, I just wanted to bring up the Cardinals' first eight games and just give everybody a little taste of what they might be in store for Byron Murphy. And it's looking like... like Byron Murphy. I think he's going to do well down there. Right, right. And check this out. It starts off with... um, Lines... Panthers, Bengals, Giants. So <laughs> maybe not, maybe not the schedule I was exactly open to look up, but that's some teams that he could uh, maybe pick on a little bit there. So I have to bring it up since you brought up the Cardinals schedule. Uh, did you happen to see on Twitter Adam Rank basically said that your Niners are going to go three and thirteen this year? First of all, let me say this. Adam Rank knows squat, okay? I like he, Adam Rank. He sucks. I'm sure you do because he said the Niners are going to go 3-13. and 13, man. That's what, what he, he said. said the Niners are gonna go including one. losing your last six games. Yeah, he said the same thing about the Titans. Really? Yep. Come on. He's got five or six losses. That's not going to happen. The shoe fits. All right, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I, 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 keep him talking. I'm driving to Pennsylvania. 
Speaking of things on Twitter, uh, when's uh, OJ going to come on Rated IDP Live? <laughs> OJ's giving fantasy advice. Who? OJ. OJ Simpson, the juice. Oh, no. we had him on last week, Dan. You didn't. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Yeah, Thanks so much. He pays attention, huh? Supporting your brothers. Did you show up in a Ford Bronco? Yeah, it was nope. white, too. White Ford Bronco? Yeah. Two <laughs> Two <t> <laughs> yeah, I saw he was giving out fantasy advice. Although he said Pat Mahomes is number one QB. So yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I just although he all. made he made the rookie mistake of adding players. Oh yeah. So yep. you don't really want to add the players, especially <laughs> when he was say he was kind of saying something negative about Tyree Kill. He didn't oh, say yeah. something too negative. You, you don't want to add a guy when you're, you know, <laughs> saying something bad about him. Yeah. Like, like well, we added was, Bryce Huff the other day Tyree? because it was his interview. So, but, you know. He was just telling Tyreek to have a good alibi. <laughs> <laughs> saying, Tyreek, let me, let me bring you in here. Let me tell you how to, how to get away with murder. Yeah, yeah. Make oh, sure the glove does not fit. I told my I buddy. I told my buddy he was giving out fantasy advice, and his his response was, "For what? A fantasy serial killer league?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, this guy's yeah. gonna give us jokes for days." But anyway. yeah, but that's what he wants. He wants to be in. The, he wants to be back in the limelight. I'm sure. Oh well, yeah, he's out of jail. He's, yeah, he's, he's a free broke. man again. Yeah, he is, bro. Exactly is. Hey, if, if OJ wants to come on the IDP Edge Crushers, you know, hit me up sure. on Twitter. Juice, Holla. we'll have you on. Absolutely. We'll take those views. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to transition a bit, we'll uh, talk about some uh, trades. And yeah. I, 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 I tweeted teased a little bit that uh i had some trades that i made and i went crazy in this league and made like four trades um in like the past week so you was all hopped up on that robotussing wouldn't you uh, i guess yeah <laughs> I was, uh, well i decided i'm just gonna go for it uh -oh. i said i'm just gonna go for the ship i'm not gonna worry about anything so i so i dipped my toe in a little bit and I gave a 2020 sixth round pick, and I got Carrie Heider from Dallas, who, hey, could be something. This is a 2026 of a 32 team one copy league. Ooh. So six times 32. I got to bust out a calculator. For this here. I was that? told there'd be no math. <laughs> 192. There's Daryl with the math. Daryl got that? It could potentially be the 192nd rookie picked in 2020. Are there even 100 rookies worth taking? No. So I'm pretty happy with giving up that and getting Carrie Heider. I also got Jason Verrett, which we mentioned earlier on the show. So I, I hope he does well, at least tackle-wise for you guys. And Walt Akins, who's like a backup safety slash plays nickel sometimes for Miami. So I got three pieces. Hyder might play for a 2026th round pick. Hey, whatever. I think he'll play. He'll he'll get like some. Uh, 
You'll get a good number of reps. So then I started sniffing around some stats, and I started sniffing around some points from last year, and I decided, you know what? I traded a 2020 pick. I'm just going to try to trade away a little more. So I decided to go after some offense. So I went after Lamar Miller. Figured Lamar Miller's probably pretty cheap. So I gave up a 2022nd. Jonathan Bullard, who I wrote an article about, didn't do much last year. Probably won't do much this year. And Montrevious Adams from Green Bay, who might not even sniff the field. So how'd I do there, guys? I like it. I like it. I mean, Lamar Miller for a future 2020 and two players. Yeah, you can't. That's good value. You can't beat that, really. Okay. Here's the one. And Doug might have an issue with part of this next one here. Uh Uh-oh. So then I came around and I said, you know what? Let me look up some trade bait. And on somebody's trade bait, they had Mr. Luke Keekley on their trade bait. Now, Luke Keekley in this league last year put up... uh, Let me see if I can get the point totals here. Uh, Put up nearly 600 points last year. So... Obviously, IDP scores very well. In fact, uh, Luke Keekley, I believe, was top 10 overall last season. And I also had had him... Was that CTE score or his overall point score? Overall points, like overall. Okay, my bad. My bad. Yeah, this is (laughs) offense and defense. (laughs) So I, I... I targeted Luke Keekley and I said, you know what? I need a safety because I'm not sure what Rashad Jones's deal is this year. Right. So I got him to throw in Morgan Burnett, who's currently a starter. And this is where I get Doug to, to tell me oh, how bad Morgan my. Burnett is. Oh, you, oh, might you, as well, you might as well just gave him the one player. I don't even remember who you said the first time. Well, Luke Keekley. Morgan Burnett. Oh, my God. Damn. Well, Luke Keekley is who I wanted. Morgan Burnett was the throw in. Oh, <laughs> You got rid of him? No, I no, got, got Keekly. Oh, I got, got Keekly and, and him. Yeah. Okay, and you gave away what was it? I gave away a lot. Oh, <laughs> okay. Now we're getting to it, Daryl. Now we're getting to it, bro. I gave up Michael Gallup, who I don't really believe in too much. Oh wow. Uh, Sean Dion Hamilton. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm Ooh. not liking that deal. Uh, God. A twenty twenty first. No, I'm out. Dan, stop. Just stop. Yeah, just don't embarrass yourself no further, Dan. Okay. Wow. Wow. So yeah. But Luke Keekley was top ten overall. I don't care. Yeah, you I'm not touching him. Mm-mm. All right. Wow. I'm going for the I, ship. I'm I don't think it's terrible for win ship. now. I'm trying to win now, exactly. I'm going for the yeah. ship. I, I decided I'm gonna. You can't hate on it. I know me chips. and Daryl busting you, but buddy, but uh, yeah, we it's it's something that you know, to, and I'm sure you, you was. How long's it been since the trade's been made in that league, or since you made a move, or you know, maybe you just wanted to kick the tires to get you know everybody moving in that league or something. I got a bunch I've done of that before, garbage you know? offers, and I just finally decided just to go after some guys. Right. So then, right. Immediately after the, well, I sent out a bunch of trade offers around the same time. It was uh, last Friday. So I also got an offer for Levante David. I would get Levante David, and there was a bunch of guys 
that I'm like, I don't really want to do this. I don't really want to do this. <laughs> and eventually I just said, you know what? I'm going for it. I might as well have the nucleus at linebacker who all put up 550 or more. Levante, David, Luke Keekley, and Bobby Wagner. Ooh. Who were all first round picks when we did this startup. Yeah, nobody so, be mad at you at all, but yeah. yeah. So I, I got I know I'm just giving you shit, but yeah, that yeah. <laughs> I got eighteen hundred points just about. Yeah. Six hundred yeah, apiece sure. coming to me from that. Right. Oh and by the way, it's a super flex and I have uh Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Stafford. So I'm one of the few people with two quarterbacks. So I get it. I dig it. Okay. I got so it. I gave dog. up here's I what I gave up. I gave up Rasheem Green. Oh. who I think is going to be buried on the depth chart. Yep, agree. Okay. Uh, the 2.19, 2, 219, which is 32 plus 19 is, what, 50-something rookie this year? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. At a 2021 second. Ooh. So, oh, man. so I'm not going to have any draft picks for the next two years, basically. Yeah, I can't believe <laughs> Graphics, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I just sold out my draft picks. Are you killing me? <laughs> yeah. oh, Dan, Dan just shipping them off like he does at the middle school. It's a 32 team league. Them out. Yeah, like, but it's we're not talking, talking like top NFL 12 pick. Already gave away. We're not talking about top 12 pick. We're talking about the like 50th pick. You're in right. Rookie draft. Right. But I thought oh, I heard a 2021st in there. Well, yeah. My oh, 2021st oh, yeah. first is gone, too. Okay. You know, here's what it is. I believe you believe, Dan. I believe you believe. That's right. I believe I'm going for the ship this year, and you know, 2020 can whatever. <laughs> Amen. Oh, man. I made a trade for Larry Fitzgerald last year, and I'm glad he hung on another year. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'll I just keep made you posted on how this turns out. What's that? I said I just made a deal for Larry Fitzgerald two hours ago myself. All right. Yeah, I think I think Larry would be. A, I don't know. The, the young guys might talk Larry into coming back another year. But yeah, I was. I was Especially in kind of. I can see it. So I'm guessing some of you, you like some of those trades and some of those you don't. <laughs> but, I'll hey, take that trade. I decided to take the trade, so whatever. It's done. Right. We'll see. I'm no longer picking in this draft at all, so I'm just like putting the <laughs> draft on mute while these people are picking. Uh-uh. Hey, Dan, but, uh, hey, Dan, I found you the linebacker that um, I was trying to find him, and I've, I've got him in three leagues. You was asking about a Debbie linebacker earlier, right? Yeah. Dylan Moses. Yeah, I have him. Daryl gave me his okay. name a couple. Right on, right on. I didn't, I didn't know how much – I didn't know how popular his name was. Is he pretty big, Daryl? Is he going high oh, next yeah. Alabama. He's the next big thing down there in Alabama right now. He's from Bama. Right yeah. Which we, um, I tweeted at, hey, hey, it's Conrad that he should come on the show and, and talk some Bama football. Oh, Lord, I don't know if – I love their show, but I don't know if I can handle him in the Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> roll Tide. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Debbie and all this, this is a perfect segue to my – It is. I'm just going to bring it up. 
Um, this week's Debbie Diamond is going to be a safety from Eastern Michigan, and you may recognize the name. We're it's Brody Hoying. Well, it's, sorry, I was speaking over the name. What was it again? Brody Hoying. Yes, he is the cousin of former NFL quarterback Bobby Hoying. Yeah. Um, he's going to be a senior from Eastern Michigan. Um, play he plays strong safety, but plays like a linebacker and was watching his tape this week. They love to blitz him off the edge, and he does really well. Um, and most of those type players who are, I call them in-the-box safeties, blitz off the edge, that are big hitters like that, they don't have the ball skills that he does, but, man, he's he's got good hands, uh, good read and react. Um, he can get a little aggressive at times and can over-pursue and get caught up crashing down or whatever, but – other than that, he is a really solid safety waiting to see what he does this year. I think he's going to be right now. I think he could be a mid-round pick with a good season. So uh, that's the Davy Diamond for this week. So you said Dylan Hoying? Brody. Brody. Yeah. Brody? I, was just looking at, I was just looking at him this morning, Daryl. Yep, so, Brody I actually call that. I actually call that position in Eastern Michigan the dog. Yeah. The dog. Yeah. Dog. That's actually that's actually his position name is dog. The yeah, dog say, you know, we need we need we need now yeah. a positional designation of dog. <laughs> you, we need edge. We need dog. We need Mike. <laughs> we need everything. Right. Well, well, Mister Hoying, you just made the list. You just made the list, Daryl's Debbie Diamond list. So, I don't know. We got like. Ten minutes to kill. What you want to talk about, doggy? Um, um, I don't know. Uh, everybody that's listening to this, uh, check out me and Daryl's new show, After Hours Show. Uh, not affiliated <laughs> with EFF. Uh, it's kind of just our own little creation we made, After Hours. It's an excuse and, for Daryl uh, to get hammered. Uh, it's excuse for both of us to let her hair down. Yes, let some steam out. Yes, not gonna lie, you will hear some slurred language. You will hear a few foul languages, but um, it's the rated IDP live. We're on Podbeam. Uh, we got two episodes on YouTube. Um, I'm finishing up a AFC uh, divisional break North divisional breakdown. Um, as we speak, I've been working on it as I'm on air with y'all a little bit. Uh, just got to the Ravens. Shouldn't be a whole lot to cover there. Um, I like me some Tony De- Jefferson. Um, not, not a lot there with the Ravens. And then I'm going to hit the Pittsburgh Steelers. How Devin Bush is the dynasty linebacker everybody should be buying. And... Um, Working on rankings at DFF, and uh, like you mentioned earlier, Dan, uh, I joined DFF uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, that's that's one of the biggest steps I've took in this industry, and I'm I'm very proud to be a part of it. And uh, I'm glad to y'all, thank you. And uh, going back to your your show the other night, uh, you can hear the uh, birth of Stompy's new uh, Twitter name. <laughs> I love it. It makes And me you can also, uh, you, you might not hear Daryl in the second half of the show. How from what did I, I heard. forget? Because Daryl kind of 
passed out like he did on me a few weeks back. We oh, wait, wait, man. Dan, Dan, he didn't pass out, buddy. He stood up with his headphones still on his head and took off to the bathroom. He literally stood up like nothing was going on, like he was just there. He stood up and was like, I'm out. <laughs> you could hear the computer dragging off the headphones. <laughs> Oh, it's podcast gold. It's gold, man. Oh, and then at man. the end of the show, there, uh, I give him a little homage. Uh, I'll pay him a little homage, give him a little song to send him out. And uh, it, it's, I promise you, you'll at least crack a smile once or twice on listening. To the show. It, it's pretty fun to listen to. You might not learn something 75% of the time. But I promise you, you will either make a little smirk or a smile. <laughs> yeah, we mix it up a little bit. We have fun with it. Uh, I was going to say, is it you know, just football or are you guys no, just we talking about music. whatever? We got a little music thing going on in it, and we talk a little football, and we just just basically have a good time. And whatever comes up, comes up, and that's what we roll with. Yeah. Yeah, I, see, my commute has been uh, null because I'm off for the summer. So right. I, I don't have as much uh, podcasting time. I have grass cutting time. So I'm going to check it out. It's, it sounds as though it's the IDP version of the open bar. That's what we've been told numerous yeah. times. That's what there we've been go. told numerous times. And, and I enjoy the open and bar. I've said, and I've said numerous times, you know, uh, even the same thing with the podcast words, you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, you know, with Scott Fishbowl, you know, making these large leagues or making a show that's like anybody's. I'm not trying to do anything like that. I'm just trying to get two of my friends on air, talk about some football, some music, some movies, and have some even better friends on as guests and kick it, man. That's all yeah, I want. we got Coach. He's our third wheel. Can't forget him. He was on with us last week, Dan, so – He's on there every week with us. So, uh, yeah, he can tell you some good stories, too, I'm sure. Yeah. I caught a few of your video clips. That's that's how I knew about the uh, <laughs> the uh, small wiener stompy and the uh, <laughs> and Daryl passing out. So uh, definitely some highlights in there. And, uh, and uh, another thing I like to do for each guest is I make their own little intro music. Yeah. I have them give me – I have them give me – a few of their favorite artists and I like to mix up a little something for them, a little 30 second, 45 second clip to intro them into the show. Um, Stompies was uh, Drake. So uh, even though uh, <laughs> Oklahoma don't listen to a whole lot of Drake, uh, I put my foot down and I made him a pretty kick-ass intro. And then uh, uh, the IDP guys, they wanted, uh, they wanted some Weezer. And some okay. uh, credence. credence. So, uh, hey, that was right up my alley there. So, uh, got them a kick-ass intro. But, uh, yeah, we just we just like to get wild, man. It's it's fun time. <laughs> yeah. So, give them a listen. Now, you guys recorded some different nights, I know, last week. Is that scheduling-wise? or yeah, Can we, they catch uh, the show live on YouTube, or is it? We we try to we try every week Friday night at eight thirty p.m. Central to go live. Sometimes with guests such as Stompy, 
you know, he's he's had the troll haters lately, you know, and <laughs> former Scott Fishbowl champion. You know, I wanted to have him on. He said he couldn't come on, uh, but it had to be at like 7.30, you know, so that's a little earlier than we like to record. So, and it was a day earlier, so we adjusted yeah. for Stompy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I reached oh, out I to know. him. We, 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 we in the booking yeah. guests, we, oh. we have to sometimes uh, Don't name names. Get. Don't name names. <laughs> Don't name any names. I won't name any, but oh, quit, you, you, oh, you kind of have to take what you can get. You know, oh, well, last night I actually went on the IDP guys and recorded with them. You did, yes. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen because I was yesterday. Yeah, it's, uh, so. their Father's Day edition when I think Doug was actually supposed to be on there and he got caught up and got busy, so they hit me up and I went on there last night and recorded with them. So. Check that out. Oh, you don't have to stay busy. You can say Doug was trying to corral his 37 <laughs> kids into cages and get them all tuckered down. What and then started going earlier? wrong in the pasture. And then I had a water leak. <laughs> what did you tell me and Dan earlier? Chaos with calves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Twin calves. Twin calves. <laughs> One came out sideways. Had to deal with that. Had to deal with that. Come on. Oh, man. It's a whole other world that I don't know anything about. <laughs> You should living up there in Amish country. You should know all about that. Well, you know, we got some horses around. I've seen some cows, but yeah, I mean, I live in like a little neighborhood. So <laughs> the only time we see stoplights is whenever the sun reflects off of the stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> we have a few stoplights in town. Yeah. Well, I went and uh, I. I didn't purchase for myself, but I, I bought a couple cowboy hats the other day for for a oh, friend at work. They, they were only five dollars, so he was like, "Hey, I, you know, can you stop at the hey, store well, for hey, me?" I'll be god dang if I'm gonna let you call that a cowboy hat if you bought it for five dollars. You hear me right now, Dan? Well, the, the, the well, <laughs> listen here, ain't the, no cowboy hat in the world costs five dollars, young man. The company was going out of business, so they were just oh. getting rid of stuff. Yeah, because they selling five dollar cowboy hats. <laughs> It was, uh, there were Cabela's, I believe, cowboy hats. I don't know. Oh, man. That's called a sun, that's called a sun hat, Dan. That's what you wear mowing, buddy. (laughs) They weren't for me, so. Oh, man. Anyway. I think we've deteriorated (laughs) enough that people have stopped listening. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure (laughs) I've my country accident and the Twins being born in the pasture, I'm sure. Oh, no, we well, you got two two oh, country God, accents on this week. Anyway, buddy. I know our longtime listener Peter's listening. He he listens to everything. He does, yes. He does. <laughs> Hi, speaking Peter. of uh, speaking of listeners here, uh, we are trying to rehab the listener league. We're still trying to determine the best way to go about that. Uh, if you were in the league last year. Please send us a message. Send me a message either in the group me chat or in the um, in Twitter land or wherever you can get a hold of us. You can hit up Daryl on Reddit um, just to uh, let us know you're interested in coming back. Uh, if we get enough people, we might just disperse the teams we missed. Because uh, I know a lot of people were, you know, built a nice team and they want to keep it. Uh, but if it's, you know, going to be like 12, then we'll probably just start from scratch again. Do I got a message you? Uh, no, you don't. 
Okay, cool. You're in, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was in it. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, we'd love to have you back. So, um, yeah, we're just trying to get a tabulation. I figured July I could get all the ducks in a row and start either dispersing, redrafting, or whatever, and get it going again. I know last year we kind of waited to the last minute to do it. It was like August 16th we started and had to like blow through. I think we were drafting like the Tuesday before football started. Still. So it was it was down to the wire, that's for sure. But uh, fun times. We're also going to decide, I guess, uh, if we're moving the league or not. So yes. we'll, 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 we'll figure that out. Uh, if you are interested and you were with us, uh, we have gotten some responses. Some people left the group me's or left the Twitter rooms or whatever. So if you're out there, let us know. Hit us up. We uh, still love you. Yes. Also, uh, I forgot, nearly forgot. Uh, Peter Gent or Gent is uh, helping John Bosch with the eliminators, and he has some IDP eliminators up uh, for Fantasy Cares, and then. Peter's also helping me with some fantasy eliminators for Autism Speaks. So those will be up and running shortly. If you're interested in joining one of those, uh, you can hit me up as well. Uh, it's For the fantasy eliminators, you pay $10 to get in the league. It's a best ball. You just draft. Uh, each one's going to be a little different That for the Autism Speaks. Uh, I know uh, Tom Kisslingberry's IDP one had no linebackers. It was just DTs, ends, corners, and safeties. So that was an interesting setup. And I believe uh, last year, Cog did one where it was just DTs and corners. Yeah, that was the one I was in. Yeah. So, yeah, we can get a little crazy. Uh, I plan on doing a, a super flex one, you know, full IDP super flex, uh, doing a kind of a standard best ball, I guess, with uh, and then some IDP stuff. If we get enough people interested in all these, uh, the money goes to a good cause. Autism Speaks, uh, near and dear to my heart, as I've mentioned before. And, yep. you know, not that Toys for Tots is not a good. I encourage you to go to Fantasy Cares and join those as well uh, with John Bosch. The offense-only ones, the defense, all of them. Join them all. You know, the, the money goes all to for good, a good places. Cause. All yep. for a good cause. And I really like the push that fantasy uh, people, personalities on Twitter have, have made to make charity a big part of this because, you know, this is a game. It's gambling. At least, you know, we can give back in a way. You know, if we have a few extra bucks to join another league, we have a few extra bucks to give to charity. 100%. So, and if you... And we will be, we will be pumping the crap out of the Autism Speaks Eliminator on Rated IDP Live. We will get that bad boy pumped, field. I promise there, Dan. Sounds good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I hope to run as many as will fill up, really. I mean, we can keep doing these until, like, you know, September 1st, you know, first week of uh, the season, right before. Right on. We can get them filled up, so. Um, good causes, you could win 50 bucks, and if you decide to, to turn that over to charity, too, that'd be appreciated, not mandatory, but 
you're a bad yeah, person. It's, it's kind of like those 50-50s you do at charity events where you're, you're like suckered into giving it back to the charity. You deserve oatmeal raisin cookies. I like a decent oatmeal raisin cookie every now and then. Of course that's what's wrong with you, Dan. That's exactly what's wrong with you right there. Raisins. That's what I'm talking about. You can't teach him nothing, Doug. Jesus, Dan. Eat some sweets, homie. My, my go-to is the peanut butter. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. I'm on a diet, though, man. I'm trying to lose some LBs here. Oh, (laughs) all right, guys. Hey, I got to get over to the IDP guys. All right. Well, Doug, thanks for coming on. We uh, look forward to hearing you and reading your stuff. And uh, Daryl, I think we're all wrapped up too. Yep, I think we're done. Good show. Yes, yes, always fun. And uh, we have some cool guests lined up. We'll uh, t- tease those on Twitter once I get final uh, confirmation here. And cool. I think Can't wait. We are out. Out. Tighten up. Hey. Good night now. Later. Go Hawks. Later, guys. Later. Let's go, Hawks. <laughs> Tighten up. We're out. <laughs> Just some fun and games eating experience. Friday uh. vibes. <laughs> Read it out. <laughs> oh man. Good night now.